What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about why people suck and making long-term predictions on very important issues. And this basically comes down to economics, public choice theory, which states that when incentives change, people's behavior will change in such a way that the predictors cannot predict beforehand, and therefore throw out the predictions to the point where they don't make any sense or aren't viable at all. Now, there are some long-term predictions that will play out because they've always played out in the past, which is the basic civilization, the civilizational cycle, which is um, the government starts out pretty small. The people have some freedom to do stuff. They can trade. The taxes are low. And then as time goes on, taxes higher. Debt starts to accumulate. They start importing people. They blow up the currency. The people leave the country. Everything collapses. And then they start over. Civilizational cycle has never failed. It will never fail as long as we continue to organize governments the way that we do. And then there's the asteroid. <laughs> the asteroid is coming. It's not in my lifetime. It's not in your lifetime. But we know the asteroid is coming. It's only a matter of time. Now, I want to talk about the long-term predictions that we're always hearing about that I know for a fact will not be able to play out. The first one being the climate disaster stuff. I don't know how old you are. Depending on how old you are, the more evidence you will have to back up what I'm about to say in that they always... They're always changing the predictions. At first, at least in my lifetime, it was uh, global warming when I was a kid. And then it was global cooling for a little bit. And now it's just climate change. So they could say whatever they want to say without any consequences. That's the purpose of changing it from global warming to global cooling to climate change. If you use climate change, it sounds bad. If you use global warming, that's specific. If you use global cooling, that's specific. So they have to use climate change so that they can just say the climate is changing and take your rights that way. But I don't want to talk about the political side of it. We're just talking about the economics, long-term prediction stuff type side of it, right? So the reason that the climate stuff never works out, all these predictions, you can probably look up a page. You can probably find, I, if I had to guess, maybe at least, at least 500 predictions that were headline news over the last 150 years. 500 of these things that were predicting disaster about the climate never came true. And that's because new technology came into play. People's behavior changed in a way that the predictors could never examine because, of course, they don't have all the information. They're not omniscient. And we use energy more efficiently or we use different energy altogether. And therefore, crises are always averted. For example, I know this one. Once upon a time, I think it was in the 90s, or the 80s, people were worried about the oil running out. We're pumping too much oil. We're going to run out of oil by blah, blah, blah time. But it's never happened, and it probably never will happen. And because we're always finding new technology, firstly, we're getting more oil out of the ground, and more efficiently, we're tapping the oil reserves that we didn't know were there. We're finding new reserves. The technology for getting it out is better. And the cars are more efficient. Cars used to have an average of 15 miles per gallon way back in the day in the 60s, and now it's double that. My car gets 35 miles to the gallon, which is pretty good. And there are cars that get 60 miles to the gallon. So new technology comes into play. People's behavior changes. They stop buying gas guzzlers, and cars are becoming more efficient anyway. And therefore, the predictions about oil running out have never come true. And now, of course, we have electric vehicles, which further guarantee that we'll never run out of oil.
But the electric cars have their own problems, which I won't get into it. Maybe I'll get into a little bit. So electric cars, they're just not very sustainable, in my opinion. This is because in America, at least, if you're not in a metropolitan city, the likelihood that you'll be able to use your electric car to do stuff is pretty, pretty low. And even if you do live in a big metropolitan city, the likelihood that the infrastructure will be able to handle millions upon millions of people hooked up to the grid at one time to charge their cars is not viable. It would definitely cause blackouts. So that's the problem with electric cars and why electric cars would not be heavily adopted for a very long time. But that is for another podcast. So the next major thing that I wanted to talk about was that long-term predictions that will never play out is slavery. Now, what do I mean by slavery? In America, at least, I don't know where you're at. There's always a fear that the government is going to take over and we're never going to have our rights back and blah, blah, blah. Now, this is a very real threat. It is something that is actually to happen. Your rights are being taken through taxation, through inflation. That is a right that's being taken away from you, if you you didn't notice, because um, money is a result of your calories being used in the supply of value to other people. And there's taking that value through taxation and inflation, which is kind of enslaving you. But <laughs> I don't want to say, take too much time on that. But the slavery cycle never comes to play out. Maybe if for a couple of generations we'll be down very bad and we'll have very little freedom and stuff. But it always swings around because slavery as a model does not work. Why would the Berlin Wall fall if the slavery did not work? If it worked? Communism always and socialism always doesn't work. It's a math problem that doesn't work. It's an economics problem that doesn't work. And therefore, slavery, eternal slavery that millions upon millions of people are afraid of, even though it's a real threat and we're dealing with our lifetimes, not a couple of generations from now, it is not a permanent thing that will play out. Because math is math. The math don't work and it can't go on. So it doesn't. And the next thing I want to talk about is equity. Not equality, equity. Equity is the is equal outcomes. Equality is um, equal opportunity. Now, people use the word equality and they mean equity. Nobody ever uses the word equity. It means equality. But it's part of that manipulation of language to get people to not focus on reality and be confused and be easily controlled. But equity would never be a thing because biology. Biology states that there never be equity and therefore equity can never happen or at least not long-term with success. Let's say you're a supermodel. You're a supermodel. You're a 10. Maybe you're like, you're so hot that you're like, you're a 10, but nobody else is even close to you. You're a 10, but the nine looks like a seven because she's next to you, right? You're that hot. Me and you would never have equity. (laughs) You're a supermodel. I'm a decent looking guy. You're a supermodel. So therefore we can never have equity. People are going to give you resources because you look a certain way. I'm not going to get any resources because I'm just like on the high side of average. And therefore our outcomes would never be the same. And same goes with uh, intelligence. Some people are very, very, very intelligent. Some people are so intelligent, like Elon Musk, that people cannot fathom how much he gets done in a day. And there are people on the other side of that spectrum who are so dumb that they literally cannot join the military. They cannot pass the minimum bar to get into the military. Now, if you expect somebody like Elon Musk who was a genetic monop- uh, anomaly in his intelligence and his ability to speak and all that crap, and the guy who, can, who can't even get into the army to sweep the floors, of course they're going to have different outcomes. Even if the government were to force them to have the same outcome, 
that would be a disaster for everybody, which means that it wouldn't work in the long term because Elon is producing stuff that benefits people's lives, and the guy who can't even sweep the floor can't. And if we force them to, then we lose everything. And if we lose everything, it's a failure. And then we have to let equity not be a thing anymore. So when people are saying, we want equality, we want equal pay, and um, the rich shouldn't be rich, and the middle class, there should be no poor, and all this stuff. This is biology, man. It's biology. People are going to have different outcomes. It's the biological basis, and there's like a emotional basis to it also because some people have the emotional wherewithal to do what Elon Musk does even though they don't have the intelligence and therefore they achieve a lot more than the person who also shares their same level of intelligence and background and knowledge but who doesn't have the emotional wherewithal to stick it out yeah equity will never happen slavery will never last climate disaster will never play out but we, we know that the civilization cycle will play out. So we will see a collapse. I think in my lifetime, at least in the United States, the dollar is going to crash. We're going to have some crazy times, man. The asteroid is going to hit. So that's good. But yeah, that's all I got to say, man. Public choice theory. Given different incentives, people's behavior will change to the point where the predictions don't matter. People who make long-term predictions about important subjects, they're not knowledgeable. They're not smart. They're just... uh getting status and clout temporarily and boosting their egos and getting attention. Yeah, that's all I got to say, man. And I'll see you in the next one and peace out.